Welcome to the Quick Mix Podcast. This is a podcast about cooking and baking competitive shows. I'm Q. And I'm M. On your marks. Get set. Podcast! Hey everybody, this is Q. And I'm M. And we just watched the semi-final. What did you think? It was pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. It's exciting when it gets to these last two. Usually the semi-final and the final are my most anticipated episodes. Just because you get to focus more on the bakers and kind of have more time with them. And see how they really think and what their like fears and <laughs> themes are. <laughs> uh, yeah. But before we get into that, how was your week? It was good. It was good. good. No new dessert. I don't make a lot of desserts or anything. Did you make anything? You're always you always seem to be the one that makes a lot of things. So I'm gonna tell you what happened, and you tell me if I made a dessert. <laughs> okay. So my wife made uh, souffle pancakes. Okay. They were really good. While she was making them, I handed her the ingredients for them. So uh-huh. she's like, I need sugar. So I would measure out some sugar and give it to her. And I also washed dishes. So is that considered me making these souffle pancakes too? I probably would have left out the washing dishes part. I'm not sure that helped your case. But I'm going to say, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, I feel like you did. I feel like you contributed enough like to say that you made it. Like measuring sugar. Like I need a cup of sugar. And I measured a cup of sugar and handed it to her. Yeah, that's a big deal. I, th- I think so, right? Yes. So, yeah, me and my wife, we made souffle pancakes. <laughs> I'm going to give you that. I feel like you get a part of that. We also made, like, this uh, whipping cream mixed with, like, sugar, which turned it into like, an ice cream topping for the pancakes. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah, that sounds good. fancy. Yeah, souffle, pan- souffle pancakes, the trick is you have to leave it on this, the, the pan uh-huh. at a low temperature for a very long time. Do they we rise up? Like, yeah, it needs to like rise a lot. We got impatient and we turned up the temperature and then it didn't rise as much as it should have. Oh. Hmm. But now we know. Wait, did you post this? I did. I, my wife posted it. Oh. On her story. Gotcha. I, I will. Uh, yeah. Maybe I'll post it one day. It is a Thursday. You know, I'm all about that TBT. I feel like you didn't post it because deep down you felt like you didn't make it. That's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> You drilled down into my exact reasons why I didn't post it. But I'm here to tell you that I think you did make it and you can post it. Thanks, thanks. I'm yeah. going to start including this on my resume. Yeah. <laughs> Made to play pancakes. No quotation marks anywhere. <laughs> Especially around made. I accept. Sounds good. Shall we get into the episode? Yes, let's. It's an exciting episode in the beginning. Sue and Mel recap there's only four bakers remaining and they can cut the atmosphere with a knife. And then Sue also mentioned some things that you can have along with the the atmosphere slice, I guess. <laughs> it's like a bavoir or some other stuff. Pretty pretty funny stuff. And then we get some recaps of the bakers. Did you notice that they like recapped each baker and then said one specific thing that they thought was like strong about them? No, I didn't. So they said Louis made it this far because of his ingenious, oh, yes, yes. ingenious designs. Yes, yes. 
So Louis is like the ingenious designs guy. Shatna, no surprise. They said made it this far because she had sensational flavors. Mm-hmm. And uh, do, do you know if Louis or Chetna has ever gotten Star Baker before? Chetna did, right? Chetna did? I think she did one time. Because they Hold mentioned uh, for Nancy and Richard how many times they got Star Baker, but not for Louis and Chetna, though. Did she not? I thought she did because remember, I, I had said that she was going to get a curse. Oh, yeah, yeah, she did. She definitely did. No, they didn't mention that. But they did mention Nancy. They said that she was the first star baker. Mm-hmm. She's here because of her precision and all-around baking knowledge. So Nancy is like so far like positioned as the solid, dependable, but not spectacular baker. I think that's kind of fair. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And then they said Richard has gone here because it was national or not national. Natural. <laughs> His natural flair for baking. He's gone star baker four times. And he says that he would hate to uh, like fail, fail in the final hurdle. I like him. I like him. I, you, you think this is a good summation of each of the bakers? I think it's okay. Did you yeah, find something? You good. think it's inaccurate or no? I think it's pretty accurate. They get down to like each of the bakers in like one sentence, which uh, it works. I'm definitely, like I'm definitely team pencil. Pencil? Team yeah. Richard? Yeah. Okay. We will revisit predictions at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So going into the signature challenge, the bakers are asked to make a baklava, which includes uh, making their own filo pastry. They get three and a half hours to complete the challenge. There must be two different types of baklava and 24 portions in total. Have you ever had a baklava before? I actually have. Oh, yeah. Did you enjoy it? It was okay. Yeah, I, I wasn't too impressed with the baklavas I've had. Yeah, it, it wasn't, I guess it wasn't as sweet as I thought it was going to be. It was more like, I don't know if this is going to make any sense, but it was kind of like a natural sweet, maybe because it had honey or something in it. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's not yeah. like eating a slice of cake or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's like eating a crunchy, naturally flavored thing, which uh, I had it with coffee and it was pretty good with coffee, but I don't think I would eat it by itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think it was terrible, but I, it's not something that I think I would order all the time. But it is terribly hard to make. <laughs> that it is. <laughs> Paul says that each of the bakers must produce a fantastic filo pastry. They must have a gorgeous syrup, and they must have a beautiful filling. And if they fail on any of these elements, it won't do it for him. <laughs> <laughs> Mary says that filo is uh, very hard to make because the layers uh, need to be wafer thin, which uh, it looks like it was hard. <laughs> yeah, everyone yeah. had difficulties with the layers. So let's start with Chetna. Chetna is making an orange, chocolate orange baklava and also a masala chai baklava. And when we were talking to her a little bit, she said she can't compete with the ready-made machine filo pastries because mm-hmm. they're so thin. She anticipates how hard it will be. And she's also the only one making two filo pastries, so she kind of threw an extra step in there for herself. Do you know who can compete with the store-bought ones? In Wazer. He can. <laughs> because he would go to the store and buy it. I, th- I think he would. Okay. <laughs> no? I think he would do well in this challenge. He's yeah. Like, hey, y'all, I thought one step ahead of y'all. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, Jenna, uh, she, she's adding Coco to her filo, which Paul's kind of skeptical because he says, if you add Coco to it, how do you know that it's baked well after you add it? And she says, my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but then he says, hmm. I think he says, hmm. <laughs> he just looks at her, right? Yeah, I think he says something like, your eyes can trick you. Oh, yeah, he does say that. Yeah. <laughs> and after that, she says, maybe I made a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> So Paul did get to her during this little uh, conversation. I think he did. Yeah, he did. She she, she has some trouble with time. Because right when the challenge is announced, it's done. And Mel's saying, stop, everybody stop. She just specifically tells Chetna, uh, Chetna, stop drizzling. <laughs> stop yeah. drizzling. <laughs> uh, the judges weren't too impressed with her baklava, unfortunately. They said it was missing layers. It was dry. And the pastry was too thick. They said uh, the chocolate uh, clava specifically had no layers. It was all filling. However, it did taste good. Well, that's no surprise, right? Flavor queen. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, not, not a good start for Chetna. No. Uh, next, we have Louis. Louis is making Indian rose baklava and Hawa baklava rolls. Uh, Indian, Indian baklava is pretty uh, bold choice because, you know, Chetna's there and she's like the flavor queen with... Indians desserts. So I was like, oh, good for Louis going for it. He also makes a star-shaped filo. And when they're like talking to him, they're like, well, your work area is like very organized. And uh, at one point, Mary tells him his, her motto is to get pulling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, you, did you know what get pulling means? If it means something specific, I don't know what it means, but I have some guesses. It means to like get started or hurry up. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> like, what does that mean? I thought they were being kind of cheeky with it and taking it a little bit out of context. Yeah. Was I wrong about that? that? Did I misread that? No, no, they do that in the show a lot. Okay. Okay. <laughs> But that's for a different show. Yeah. That's for the night edition of Quick News. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> After Dark. Right. Okay. Can't wait to watch that one. <laughs> so during judging, Paul says that uh, he kind of cheated a little bit because one of his baklavas are baklava cups. And he says, are these really baklava? What is a baklava? <laughs> I thought it looked, looked really cool, though. Like, it looked yeah, like a no, flower. Cool. But I think just Paul's offended because it's not what he thought of a baklava. But uh, I thought it looked cool. Yeah. And with other baklava, they said there wasn't enough layers and that the pastry was wrong. So, yeah, they're being very kind of critical on these guys. It is a semifinal, though, which is expected. Also, did you notice sometimes Paul says baklava? <laughs> and maybe that confused Louis because he thought he was supposed to make something else. Yeah. Did you think that Paul was listening <laughs> to that Mr. Lover Lover song before <laughs> the show? And then he just had it mixed in his mind, so whenever he said it, it came out as baklava. It's a, it is a well-known fact that Paul is a huge fan of Shaggy. <laughs> I mean, who is it? The rapper. Who is it? He was fan, right? yeah. uh, Next we have Nancy. Good old, dependable Nancy. It's making a coffee and chocolate baklava and a breakfast baklava. Mm. So Nancy says baklava is traditionally very dry. However, she's adding muesli which is like a mixture of syrup and fruits. 
It looked like trail she mix. She says it gave us an extra. Yeah, it did. Or like she granola. It gives an extra like flavor, mm. which I agree that it would give extra flavor because it looked like a whole different thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It looked like baklava. Yeah. Like... <laughs> she is in baklava with those <laughs> mealsleys, right? Yeah. <laughs> You know, at one point, uh, she gives extra filo to Sue, and she wore it on her face. Oh my gosh, that was great. <laughs> I was like, where did, did she take this from her, like, main baklava? Because that would be, like, ruining her. Sabotage. <laughs> yeah. And then at one point, when she rolls up the baklava, Sue teases her. I was like, look at that. That can't be shown on TV. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was another part of the cheeky thing that I thought was kind of going on. Fun times. Fun times with the baklava. <laughs> During judging, they said her baklavas were pale, crisp, and crunchy. The coffee one had a good coffee taste on it, and they liked the mealsley. They said it was original. So, yeah, good call on Nancy, because I thought they might say, like, are you supposed to put mealsley in the baklava? Is that baklava? But they didn't say that to her. They said they enjoyed it. Yeah. She looked out. Good job on Nancy. Moving on to Mr. Pencil, Richard. Richard is going back to the well and making a rose and pistachio baklava. And a Walmart, Walmart. <laughs> a Walmart baklava that he bought from Walmart. No, no, uh, no, walnut, walnut and almond baklava. Oh, okay. Yeah, Richard's <laughs> using crystallized ginger and nuts. He said he's never made phyllo pastry before. Um, when he told his friends that he was making phyllo pastry, they thought he was mad because everybody buys phyllo. <laughs> he is also friends with Inwazer. Yeah, yeah. They go to the they go to Walmart together. Yeah. <laughs> he also has very good techniques. Uh, he has a, a sheet rolling technique that was very like very good, very precise. During judging, the judges said that he he made a very classic looking baklava, and Mary liked the big pistachio pieces. I think they know you notice that they like big pieces of nuts in this show. I didn't want to. I am gonna say it. Mary likes big nuts. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. She does. I mean, she would admit to that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do too. I don't want like small pieces of pistachio. Give me those big ones. I want to <laughs> taste that crunch. I want it to get stuck in my teeth in a good way. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, did you notice that? <laughs> I want to change the subject really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. <laughs> did you notice that Richard was wearing a sheriff's badge? No. Was he? Yeah, so he had it on once during one of the like pre-interviews, and then he had it on. I don't, I don't remember seeing it the entire part of the bake, but he had a sheriff's badge on his like apron. Huh. Wonder why. I don't know. You think he was like a sheriff part time, and he like forgot to take it off, but also he was a sheriff while he had his apron on. That would make sense. <laughs> <laughs> like part of the baking police. Yeah, this is going to be one of those mysteries that is filed away along with uh, Young Martha's sandwich yeah. or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they said it was baked had great flavor. It was slightly underbaked, but that's just because they were being picky because it's at the semifinal. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that is all the signature bakes. A little, a little rough for some of the bakers. Um, Chetna, Louis specifically, Nancy did okay. Or Nancy did good, and then Richard did okay. Yeah, that's exactly how I have them rated. <laughs> nice. Moving on to the technical challenge. So for the technical challenge, the bakers had to make a. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna tear apart this pronunciation. 
uh, sheet twerk. <laughs> How do you say that? Yes. Keep she saying twerked? that. She twerked. <laughs> they got two hours to make their she twerk. <laughs> they said it's a, a little German tricky uh, patisserie. It's a German layered cake with 20 layers. And they they have to grow the layers one by one. And then also there has to be like alternating. One has to be light, one has to be dark. And then like, or alternating light and dark. This was uh, crazy. Yeah. Because like, it's 20 <laughs> thin layers that have to be alternating colors. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you know that they were all writing down the alternating colors and which step they were at. They're like, because you could easily forget. <laughs> right, right. And that would be something that I would be like, I wouldn't forget. And then in the middle of it, I would forget. <laughs> so get, get on them. Get on them for uh, writing down what step they're currently at. Nancy says she's never ever grilled a cake before. And uh, Paul and Mary, when they're talking about this bake, they said, yeah, you, it's going to test their concentration because it's going to be like one hour of like tedious grilling. <laughs> it was interesting that they call it a grilled cake because it wasn't yeah. like a grill that I would typically think of a grill. Yeah, me, me and you, when we probably heard this, right. we thought they were going to like take out like a, a Kroger barbecue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so the cake on there. A, a foreman. Yeah, a foreman grill. <laughs> Yeah, um, Louis says that he's not timing the layers. He's doing it by eye. Richard says, I got the temperature on full whack at one point. And he also says, crikey? <laughs> Is he from Australia? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's where he's got his sheriff's job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nancy also says, I'm going to have to get missed dates on. Might not get 20, but who's counting? This is going to come back to haunt her. <laughs> <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> hmm. I I actually thought about this while they were doing it, and I was like, "He's gonna do it." Oh yeah. Like yeah. I just, you just know, right? Because <laughs> they're very specifically saying twenty layers. Yeah. Yeah, alternating. Kenna is stressed the whole time, and then she only gets eighteen layers, which uh, you can tell that she uh, she's not having a good day. Yeah, I think it turned into seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, when it times comes time for judging the first thing you notice is that paul is actually counting all the layers <laughs> he's looking at each one making sure they're alternating and counting them yes which uh, doesn't bode well for nancy and chetna <laughs> no so nancy uh, during judging she had 18 layers they counted they said her sheet tort <laughs> tasted good however it doesn't have the height for chetna they noticed that she had 17 layers they said it was lopsided. The bottom sponge was crusted because it was like overcooked. However, the flavor was okay. <laughs> flavor queen. Yep. Uh, the guys did pretty well. Uh, they said for Louis, he had a lovely glaze. It was a good height, good layers. And then Richard uh, had a nice uh, web design on top. And his layers were thin. Mm. And uh, he had all 20 layers. So the, the order was uh, Chetna fourth place. Nancy, third place. Richard, second place. And then Louis, first place. Louis was like head and shoulders above the rest. Yeah, yeah. And like, like height-wise too, right? Yeah. Head and shoulders. So good old dependable Louis. Um, after the technical, like, you kind of get their thoughts. Louis, Louis tells us, you know, you know what, guys? Anything can happen. I've never heard of this before. And I got first. <laughs> <laughs> Richard said, it was a chore. I'll take second and run away with it. 
and never have to make that again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chandler's kind of down on herself. She said it didn't go well, and she won't be sleeping, which uh, not a good, not a good look for Chandler. No, it's been rough. Yeah, Nancy says that uh, considering everything, she thought it went okay, especially since she didn't get the right number of layers. So uh, pretty pretty challenging, but interesting technical. Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Sheet toy. <laughs> That's probably not how you say it. It's getting better. It's getting better. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to the showstopper. The bakers had to make entremets, which are very small and fine cakes. Um, Paul says that they would need to be so nice that you could put them in a window of a French patissiere. And real quick, I went to France before, and they do have really nice uh, entremets in their windows of some of the bakeries. I can't imagine. <clears throat> it looks pretty insane. <laughs> And they all look delicious, and they're very expensive. <laughs> Did you try a lot of things when you went? Yeah, I tried some entremets, and they're very rich. Oh, are they? Yeah, but they're very good. Um, just like you can't eat too much of it. I think you you can have like one or two after uh, eating like a baguette or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If that's normal. <laughs> that was my experience. So it was normal to me. <laughs> that was like your palate cleanser. Yeah. <laughs> and then I went to a buffet. <laughs> Not but, surprised. Yeah. <laughs> they had to make two different types of entremet, 12 of each, and they have five hours. It's a lot of time to do the entremets. Mm. And Paul says it's a top-end bake. They must look amazing. They're testing their precision. They must be elegant. And uh, he's seen pastry chefs crumble when they're trying to make entremets. Which is interesting. So going into the bakers, uh, first off, we have Chetna. So uh, Chetna, right off the bat, she's very ambitious. Um, she's attempting to make chocolate, orange, and nut entremets, and also cappuccino entremets. They said uh, one of her bakes looked very ambitious because it has like six layers. Um, then has a lot of like chocolate work that needs to be in it. And she feels the pressure during this whole showstopper challenge. When she was describing point, it, it was crazy. Yeah, like she just kept going on and on and on. I was like, I don't know, this is a good challenge, Chetna. You were kind of thrown off yesterday already. <laughs> but uh, that was just me. Like during while she was making things, she said that this is she had like shaky hands because she's like semi semi final showstopper. I think she was super feeling the pressure. When they, um, when they make yeah. these bakes, are they allowed to... Because they practice beforehand, right? Yeah, they do. Are they allowed to change it? Or do they have to announce ahead of time, like, this is what I'm going to make, so you have to make that? I think what happens is they tell them ahead of time what they're making so that the artist can do the illustrations That's for them. what I was thinking, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they do that in post, but... Yeah, maybe they do that in post. I it, don't know. That's good. Because I noticed some people... In like prior episodes, they changed things, but the description was still the same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so maybe you have to like submit it or something. Then they probably get penalized if they don't deliver on what they say they're making. Yeah. Right. Like yes, yeah, yeah. Especially with the flavors, mm. like grapefruit. We'll get to that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so during uh, Chetna's judging, she said uh, for her first entremet, the, the chocolate work was good. It had a lovely cappuccino. However, it wasn't neat. It was very messy, which is kind of uncharacteristic, uncharacteristic of her. 
And then our other entremet, the chocolate orange and nut one, uncharacteristically, it did not have much flavor. Yeah. And it was split at the top. So this is kind of the first time that they've ever said that like she had bad flavor or not no flavor, lacking flavor on one of her bakes. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, it was a showstopper semifinal. So, um, yeah, kind of a. She was off. She was off the game. Definitely. Pressure got to her. I think so. Yeah. But Paul got to her too. Yeah, Paul got to her too. He's a jerk. <laughs> Moving on to Louis. Louis is making chocolate mousse and cherry entremets and also pomegranate fig and pistachio sponge entremets, which uh, sounds very delicious. He's also making jellies for these guys. Mm-hmm. And he says jellies are tricky because they're fiddly and it's a hot tent. <laughs> <laughs> fiddly means, I guess, they're like temperamental. Yeah, I think so. That sounds about right. Sounds more fun than temperamental, though. Yeah, in a fun way. <laughs> yeah. During judging, the, the judges liked his entremets. They said the pomegranate had definite layers. And then the other one with uh, the chocolate mousse. They had the rich chocolate. The cherry was very good and perfect glaze. So all around raves for Louis. They looked, they looked very good, I must say. They did. He did a good job. Yeah. Next, we're moving on to Nancy. Uh, Nancy's making raspberry nonets and then lime and passion fruit entremets. And uh, passion fruit's always good because I know the judges like passion fruit. Uh, like Louie, she's also making jellies and she makes mousses. And one of the jellies she's making is called a verbena jelly, which looks really good. While she's describing this, Paul asks her, will the glaze that she plans to make cover all the layers? And then she says yes, and Paul's like, he's kind of disappointed because he kind of wants to see all the layers. Mm-hmm. Or else it's just like chocolate everywhere. And uh, yeah, when it comes time for judging, they remarked that uh, the chocolate was kind of messy because it didn't go all the way to the bottom. She tried to like coat it, but it didn't like, it wasn't enough. Or... Yeah, the appearance wasn't quite right. Yeah. However, um, when they cut into it, it looked great. Yeah, that little chocolate. square. Yeah, yeah. Square in the middle. Square in the middle which is uh, interesting. And it was refreshing and it was done well. For her lime ones, it said the, the lime came through, the lime flavor came through. And uh, overall, it was a great flavor. However, um, just for both her entremets, it said that the appearance wasn't too great. So I guess kind of a mixed reveal there. Yeah, I think she just did okay. Yeah, she did okay. And then finally, we have Mr. Walking Pencil, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> Richard is making a hazel mocha entremet. So he's the second one kind of uh, attempting, or that's like the, wait, how many of them are making like coffee themed entremets? Just him and Chetna, right? Uh, Chetna had the cappuccino, yeah. He had the hazelnut mocha. Mm-hmm. And he also made a uh, pink grapefruit entremets, which is very interesting. When they're kind of walking around, uh, Paul's like, he's kind of skeptical that of grapefruit because he says uh, grapefruit is kind of hard to actually taste because when people use it, it doesn't really come through. Mm-hmm. It's like one of my friends that uh, he tells me he's going to come by, but he never really comes through. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he, that's, that's what that made me think of. <laughs> what if I just start calling that guy Grapefruit? <laughs> he will not understand the reference. I don't think he watches the show. That might be a good thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. I would enjoy it, though, <laughs> if I heard you say it. Yeah, yeah. It also has some very interesting, like, decorations, like, dots. Oh, At yeah. At one point, Mel's like, 
This looks like it needs calamine lotion. Oh my gosh, that was great. <laughs> it kind of did, but the end result was really cute. Yeah, no, um, you can see cool. all the layers. What the judges commented on, like, Paul, Paul's like, you can see all the layers, and the, you can see the dots, and there's kind of like some shade thrown at Nancy for covering her <laughs> layers. <laughs> it was pretty fancy, though. Yeah, it was. Whereas chocolate also made, they said that the chocolate worked really well, and the nuts were beautiful. And then for his grapefruit one, they said it was neat. It had very subtle colors. However, the one criticism is that they can't get the grapefruit flavor. However, it looked very professional. So yeah, Paul is kind of right. And he loves to point out when he's right. <laughs> <laughs> no grapefruit flavor. However, everything else is amazing. So that was the, the semifinal showstopper challenge. That, you know, they're kind of discussing where they are at this point. And Paul's like, yeah, the guys did really well. Like, the guys did amazing. Mm-hmm. They're both in contention for Starbaker, Louis and Richard. And in contention for going home is both uh, Chetna or Nancy. So um, at this point, what did you what did you think was gonna happen? Okay, so let's recap last week's predictions. Oh yeah, now's a good time for that. <laughs> <laughs> so also, I... yeah, during last week's <laughs> predictions, I tried to like not laugh because I knew exactly where this was headed. But you can you can recap your predictions now. Okay, so I believe that I picked Louis to win. Correct. And then oh. I, <laughs> what's that? That's you know kind of close. Yeah, and then I, <laughs> I was trying to throw Chetna a bone by not picking her because I felt like she got <laughs> the short end of the stick, the like the time before. So yep. so I threw one to Nancy and I said Nancy's gonna go. <laughs> And then I said, I'm going to regret this <laughs> <laughs> because I, you have pointed out like every week that I always pick Chetna to go. Yep. So, uh, no so, spoilers, yeah, let's, let's but we're going to find out. They now start Baker. It's between uh, Richard and Louis and they give it to Richard. Fifth time star Baker, which is kind of like a record. In my defense, I couldn't pick Richard though, right? Because he won yeah, last yeah. week. So yeah, I mean, you got the second place guy, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> and then they announced who's going home, and it's Chetna, unfortunately. Oh my gosh! But you, you know how, like, um, sometimes when you're gambling, and then you play like a slot machine, and then you like stick to like, I don't know, let's say like you're playing roulette, right? Uh-huh. And then you like pick, like you pick red like eight times. <laughs> you're like, well. Eventually, it's going to be red, right? Yeah. And then after eight times, uh, you switch it to black because they're like, it's been black eight times. So I'm just going to switch it to red. And then it turns out to be red. Yeah. That's, that's what this made me think of what you were I knew it. I mean, I said it out loud. I'm going to regret this. <laughs> the one time. I should have just gone with my gut. I mean, honestly, I, I probably would have picked her, but I just felt like... I, I think also I was feeling some pressure from you. Don't ever let me pressure you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's why I thought it'd be good for the episode because it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. Oh I man! Knew, I knew that she wasn't making it to the final the whole season, but I knew that she would get to the semifinal. And then this whole time that every episode you were picking Chetna, I was like, uh huh, okay, interesting. And I was like, what if it gets to the semifinal and he picks Chetna, like to go out? And then this is exactly what happened. And uh, yeah. Who would have thought, huh? Everything I wanted in this predictions is why we do predictions. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're welcome. 
good times, good times. I do it just for you. Yeah, it finally paid off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 it was pretty pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chanda says she had an amazing time. She had amazing memories. She made friends and she learned so much. And Paul says uh, it's a very strong pack, and she was the weakest one. And going into the final, these are all very, three very amazing bakers, and you can't wait to see how it goes. Uh, they all kind of cry. They're all very happy about making it to the final. I think the right three made it to the final, though. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. They all have different strengths, and they're all really solid. Well, Nancy and Louis are very solid, I think. Mm-hmm. More solid than Richard, because Richard, like, he's either A+, he was like A plus, A plus, A plus. And then for like in the middle of the season, he was like C, D, you know, like that range. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then he came back to A plus. He got five star bakers. He's got the most star bakers this season. Or maybe ever. But there was like some parts where he was kind of like shaky. Yeah. Um, Louis yeah. and Nancy, I don't think, I don't think Louis was ever like in trouble. They're more and, steady, like reliable, like you said. Yeah. And then Nancy was only in trouble like this episode just because there's only four of them left. But yeah, that's the that's the semifinal. Shall we go into our segment? <laughs> Let's do it. All right, all right, segment time. What was your uh, what was your funniest moment of the episode? I there were a, there were actually a lot this episode. I thought, but yeah. the uh, <laughs> when they announced the shit tort, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or whatever it was. <laughs> Remember when uh, Sue was like, you never know, they might make a good one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought that was great. Yeah, that's a fun with that. <laughs> yeah. That was good. Yeah. That was, I think, by far my favorite. Also, when yeah. Richard was making his uh, entremet, he had sort of a lime green color. Mm-hmm. And Mel was like, it looks like Kermit in, in a liquid liquidizer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty dark, but yeah. No, yeah. That's true. How about you? Um, I was, we mentioned it earlier when Sue put the the batter on her face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was great. Yeah. Physical comedy. Love it. <laughs> what was your favorite bake of the episode? I, You know, I didn't really have one. I think I I, I would have liked to try probably Richard's entremet. Because mm-hmm. I do like mocha. Chetna's probably would have been good, too. Yeah. The coffee flavor. It's weird because I don't actually drink coffee, but I do like coffee flavor. Mm. Yeah. But no, that makes sense. How about you? Did you have a fave? Uh, she tort. <laughs> <laughs> I want to I wanna taste every single alternating layer of that. <laughs> I want to taste all 20 layers. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's time. Um, okay. Final next week. All right. We have three bakers left. You have one more prediction to make for this season. It's um, very clear. I guess you can predict who goes home, but that's really the same prediction as who wins, right? <laughs> so we'll just go straight into it. Who do you think is going to win the season? I've been going with Richard this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to say Louis. Chetna. <laughs> Louis for the win. Louis for the win? Yeah, I just feel like whenever I pick somebody, it just doesn't happen for them. So I don't want to jinx Richard. So I'm going to pick... Louis. Interesting. Although okay. Nancy is a sleeper in this one. They're all really good. Yeah. yeah. So Louis is going to win. You think Richard's going to pull a staff? 
And I'm going to say Louis going to win, but I really think it's Richard. <laughs> what? I just don't want to <laughs> jinx him. You're, you have a, you're kind of cheating here. You, uh, three guesses. <laughs> <laughs> you picked all three of them at one point. <laughs> okay, okay. okay. We'll, we'll go with um, who you think is going to win. Louis. Okay. Who you think should win. Richard. Richard, yeah. And who's asleep and who's the dark horse to win? Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Richard, final okay. answer. Richard, final answer. Team pencil. Okay. Good stuff. Team pencil. All right. Well, I guess we'll have to see next week in the exciting finale of uh, this uh, very good season of uh, Off. All right. Are we going to have a reunion at the end, too? Yeah. Uh, all the bakers come back for the picnic. Oh, okay. Because there could be some interesting interactions. You think like Ian and like Dan are just going to get into a fist fight in a picnic party or something? <laughs> are they? We're going to find out. Yeah, we'll find out next week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, that is our episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Stay safe, everybody. Bye.